0: Welcome to Commit to Yourself podcast with Petra Blen Fitness. In this podcast, I will be sharing tips for weight loss, sustainable results, and tips for fit and healthy lifestyle. I will be sharing my story and I'm planning to invite guests to the podcast who will be able to share their stories and tips to educate, motivate, and inspire you. Thank you so much for choosing my podcast and please subscribe to it so you don't miss any episodes. Hi and welcome to this episode of my podcast. Uh, Today I will be talking about all or nothing mindset and why all or something is always better and hopefully give you some tips how you can switch from all or nothing to all or something Uh, because I do believe this is one of the biggest barriers uh, people face um uh, so really want to dive in today and show you how i moved away from this mindset uh how it helped me stay consistent um so i never have to start again because starting on monday was uh, my best friend in the past um so yeah, it's really easy to, to plan your meals and follow your workout plan when you have time. That's, that's really the easy part. But uh, what uh, will bring you sustainable weight loss results or fitness results is your ability to be able to adapt to the circumstances that are always changing, always every day and every week. Um, I used to be all or nothing uh mindset um uh, but I realized that actually that's exactly what was holding me back and why I was restarting every Monday or every 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 you know next month um but it just made me think like, why is it uh, so much harder to show up for yourself when life's challenging? Why is it that we drop everything um, that makes us feel good, helps us uh, refill the cup when life becomes harder? Because exactly, actually, it's those points when you need your routine the most. So today I would like to share with you how my life challenged me recently um recently, I'd say last nine months, and why I didn't quit and why I didn't go back to all or nothing mindsets and how the all or something has helped me to get through, I would say, the toughest moments of my life so far. Um life's been hard um and I really felt disconnected. Um disconnected from myself, from my goals, from my values. Uh Probably I was thinking about this because I, I wasn't sure why this happened, but probably because I was focusing on every day, on every moment, one at a time. And then I disconnected from the bigger picture. I disconnected from why, why do I really do what I'm doing? Um, and kind of the bigger, bigger perspective. Um, And it's always hard. It's always a challenge to show up for yourself when life life throws challenges at you. Um, But life will always throw challenges at us, Um, whether that is family, whether that is work, whether that is your personal circumstances. um, There is always going to be something there that's in a way. And in those moments, it's so much easier just to crash on a sofa and really like put the big oversized jumper on, uh, watch a movie, uh, binge eat um, mindlessly. Um, by the way, can I just say that there is always time and place for this as well, but I always do that your results are determined uh, by what you do consistently. So that's why like it's it's about the fine balance between what you think you should be doing to give you long term uh, results, uh, over what gives us short-term comfort. Uh, so yeah, there is always time for a good chick flick and and some ice cream. Um, going back five years ago, my journey hundred one hundred percent started with um, I wanted to lose weight. Um, I didn't really know um how would my life change i didn't really think about my goals and values as such back then but doing what i'm doing for the last uh, 5 years has totally changed uh, my outlook on things um on on things and on this as well because um if you get a better clarity uh, how does your life change how how what happens when you show up for yourself um are you working towards a better version of yourself? What habits <coughs> what habits help you to be the better version of yourselves? Then then it's easier to show up for yourself. So I no longer exercise to lose weight. I exercise to stay strong, um, to keep my mind strong, to keep my mind in check. Because for me, it's one number one the stressor. Exercise like literally always helps me get the top layer of my stress off. And you will never feel rubbish after you finish your workout. Uh, You may, when life's hard, you may feel a little bit more tired, which I'll talk about a little bit later. You need to adapt the intensity of your workout, but you will feel always a little bit better. You may not like doing it because there's just too many things on your mind. Uh, you may not feel motivated, motivated, but you will always, always feel better after. And that is the important one, important part, like I mentioned. It's like if you decide to carry on with your routine uh, throughout really challenging and stressful times, it's really important to adapt the workout routine because your body may not be able to do the higher intensity that you are used to. Um um so it's really important to listen to your body, um do maybe shorter sessions, uh less intense sessions. So your body carries on moving, um but you're also kind of being mindful of what else you are going through. Um uh, because during the stressful times uh, that's exactly what your body needs. Um at, as a family, we faced um a, a lot of challenges in the nine months, um, where really my all or something, um, mindset has been challenged. Um, Paul, and I'm gonna, I'm already getting like a lump in my throat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hopefully I'm gonna get through this without getting emotional, Paul had a surgery scheduled back in March. Um, I was very anxious um, for him to go in because last time he was in hospital, he ended up being there for a really, really long time and uh, was in coma for a week. This surgery in March uh, was supposed to be in and out surgery. Um, It turned out to be a a bigger surgery than that. He stayed in for a week um, and then his recovery time was longer too. Um, I think that's when probably my, it's, it, it started a little bit. Uh, he was in a hospital, so I was on my own for everything and I really wanted to be there for him every day. So I had, I traveled to Redditch hospital, um, every day as well to see him. Um, Right, guys, I'm getting slightly emotional, but I'm going to get through this because I really want to help you uh, get over all or nothing. So while Paul was recovering from his surgery, um, I uh, we lost my grandma, um, which was really sad. Um, it was really extremely difficult time for me and my family. Um, so I flew to Slovakia on my own. Um, for the funeral, to be there and to be with my mum. And dealing with grief on its own, it's very, very stressful. Um, So it was extremely, extremely challenging. Uh, To be honest, I don't think I exercised at all. Uh, I just, I still, I try to do my breath work. I try to do my gratitude because the gratitude really helped me through the grief. So, um, I kind of swapped those habits for the workouts because I just didn't, didn't work out, um, much little, like I would say maybe twice a week, but not to full extent. Um, I was doing a bit more mindfulness, um, uh, more yoga as well. Um, so those two months were really, really hard and I had to, I have to, the all or nothing was really important here because I could, I didn't. I couldn't exercise. My body was just dealing with with all these um, events, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't exercise. I just didn't like my body didn't feel like it. So I swapped. So I make it. I made a swap, and I did like slightly shorter yoga session, breath work, and the gratitude. Um, gratitude is something that I've practiced since lockdown. Uh, you know, I've really struggled during the lockdown. Um, so the gratitude has really helped here big time. And I think at this point, I started focusing on one day at a time because uh, I felt really disconnected. Um, uh, it it was really hard to the point where it would, it just would be easier to say, just F this and, uh, you know, binge eat all the time uh, to comfort eat. I would say I am an emotional and comfort eater, um, but with my tools, um, I manage that. Um, So I just adjusted the session, I adjusted what I was doing and I carried on really filling my body with what I know makes me feel better, even though it didn't feel like it at the time, Um, because if we deal with really stressful situations... It's another stressor on top of if you, for example, don't nourish your body well or don't hydrate well or don't move enough. It just adds another stress on top of it if you don't do the nutrition part or don't do the mindfulness part or movement part and your body during this situation doesn't need this. So all I had in my mind was I I need to focus on what I can control. And while I couldn't control any of what was happening around me, it was really challenging to deal with. I always knew I can control what I drink in terms of amount of water I have, what I eat, you know. I always wanted a chocolate bar. I always, you know, my my sugar cravings with the stress were really high. But I pushed through and I, I gave my body what my body needed. Um. So, um, but that's what happens after, after five years of practicing certain habits, it does become such a big part of you uh, that you literally make time to, to fill your cup first because you have to, otherwise you have an empty cup while you need to be helping others. And, and while I'm on this subject of an empty cup, I really always like to use the phone charger example here. Uh, So if you if you look at your phone and your battery actually where's my phone just need to turn it off uh, and you can see your battery turning orange and red. The first thing you do is you you go and grab a charger. You don't let it go on low uh, and you don't let it die. And you should really treat your body the same. You should never let your body get to the red parts of your battery. Your body will be sending you signals, uh, you know, headaches, brain fog, low mood, low motivation. Those are all signals your body is sending you when it's lacking water, nutrients, movement, uh, stress management. And if you ignore them, you will feel very, very low. So, so here is your reminder, don't let your body get to that red battery stage. Do what you can control while life is challenging because long-term your body will be super, super grateful and thankful. Um, if you are under stress because life is hard and work is challenging, you, you, you need to move your body get some fresh air. I think the fresh air, I felt actually better going for walks in the fresh air than doing my workouts through, during those two months. So I would grab my two dogs and we would drive to the common and I would be in the forest. I really felt connected in the forest. I was looking for signs. I was, you know, looking for my spirituality and looking for signs and kind of things to make me feel better during the the difficult time. Uh, So focusing on what you can control to help you deal with the stress. So this was me in April, juggling way too many plates, um, but aiming to do the minimum in terms of nutrition, still having protein in my diet, vegetables you know I would literally just go let me just have at least three I would do bare minimum three if I then ate more then that was great even though I do say five to seven but like I, I struggled to eat as well um, and just carried on moving like I said I didn't work out it didn't feel right at the time um, but I carried on walking and I stayed outdoors so I did few few shifts there and you can see how the all or nothing has turned to all or something um, in the past, I would definite this would be definitely a point where I would ditch everything I'm doing. Literally, I would just say, oh, like, whatever. I'm like, I haven't got time for this. I haven't got energy for this. Um, but what also made me think was I have to do what I preach. And when my clients go through difficult stages in their life, I, this is exactly what I tell them to do. Focus on what you can control. Um, so I, I had to do what I preach because long-term I knew it's going to make me feel better. Um, and then in April, another unexpected news, um, I was diagnosed with, uh, skin cancer back in April, um give me a moment here again um I remember receiving a text message saying um I need to come in for an appointment after after my first appointment and immediately I called Paul to say you need to take a day off you need to come in with me for this because I've got I've got I've got a feeling it's it's something um and I remember sitting there in the in the doctor's office, and the doctor goes, "I can't remember the words she used." Um, I, I, I didn't I didn't click. My world, I think, just stopped for a second. I, I remember looking at Paul, kind of in a really confused way, and Paul's eyes were full of water. were full of water. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just. I, I I didn't quite clock. I, was, I sat there. I was like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what w- what now? Um, it, it's very blurry from that first day when when they told me the diagnosis. Um, and I didn't remember much from that day, to be honest. I just remember the word cancer. Um, and. Um, because I didn't expect the results but here I was um here I was uh dealing um dealing with cancer um so i'd say it's been very challenging on my mental and emotional health um what was really really hard was i couldn't exercise i couldn't move because i had to have three surgeries um and I haven't been able to do what helps me de-stress you know like I mentioned before I couldn't even go out for a walk I couldn't do what I love Um, so this was definitely a, another all or something moment because I couldn't do what helps me release the stress and the, the negativity to make me feel better and I I just like I've really struggled. Um so here just quickly I do want to remind you to move your body if you can, because I don't think we appreciate uh exercising until we really can't do it. Um it, it's a gift, not everybody can move and exercise. So if you can exercise and if you can move your body, I want to just encourage you to do so. Really, really start lifting some weight, go for a walk, get on the bike, do what makes you feel good. I couldn't walk, I couldn't exercise for a long time and this was extremely hard. This was extremely difficult. Um I had some very dark moments um but that's not what I want to talk about today uh Today is uh, all or something, and I wanna tell you how I wanna tell you how the all or something has helped me through the times where I didn't really see <laughs> way out um I really just needed something to get me through the morning uh then through the rest of the day to the end of the day. Um when I started my weight loss journey, Aliza was a thing too. Um I, I knew I have to change things. But what what has happened over the years, the habits just became my non-negotiable. So like I said before, it just became such a big part of what I do. So that means when something is non-negotiable, that means things get done and it's really my job to make time for them, not to wait until I have time, but actually make the time. Um, and this is why I really get up early in the morning, um, it's the time where I've got no interruptions. I get my workout done. I plan my food. I plan my day around everything else I need to be doing, um, including work. And if you practice these habits every day, it just becomes your routine. So it has really helped me create a routine that makes me feel good, makes me feel top of the world, as I say, and really makes me feel my best. Um Yes, keeping you know, body fed low for health, um, purposes, it's still important. And it's been super important last five months with my surgery to, to have healthy weight, um, but this journey has given me so much more. It just given, it just gave to me is the, the wellness and the happiness, just reminding me that all of this is my responsibility. Like to look after me, I need to make time for that. To be happy, I need to do things that make me happy. Nobody else will do that for me. Nobody else is waiting, knock on my door to give that to me. It's my responsibility to do that. While I was going through all my uh, appointments, um, a hospital, pre-surgeries, and then follow-up, um, all I remember, the doctors were saying, you're fit and healthy, this is good. Um, I heard it so, so many times. It was one of the first things that the doctors have said to my husband when um, he was up from his coma, that the fact that he was so fit and healthy has literally sped up his recovery um uh, and it just just exactly just made me feel grateful to to be able to move uh, to keep my body fit so when i have to undergo uh, when i had to undergo each surgery my body was in the best position to deal with it and to recover uh you know so it's really really important so again talking about the bigger picture and the one that I've disconnected from it's it's exactly like this I've started losing weight to to lose weight but actually like I I I wanted to have and now I want to have a healthy weight strong and fit body to help me deal with any of the medical circumstances like this, again, just I remember talking to my husband one night and I just said, I'm just so grateful we both can move and we both can look after the body. Um Right now, I have to be checking my body regularly for little, little things. Um, and so, again, keeping the body fed in the healthy range is really, really important. Uh, so I am able to feel um if there was something, I am able to feel it and find it early, um, you know, it just really made me think at like how yeah, my mindset has shifted from the yo-yo dieting and from the constantly just losing weight and lose weight to be skinny and when really there is stuff that's so much more important. And I'm so grateful I also see this change and I'm able to kind of pinpoint it down now and connect with it again. In the past, if I couldn't exercise, I would just quit altogether. I would just binge eat, comfort eat. You know, like I said before, I'm a comfort eater, emotional eater. And it's a mentality I moved away from and it didn't happen overnight. I I believe like it's still... I think it's still, you know, work in progress. Um, um, but I, I knew at the time how important my routine is for me to show up for my family, my daughter, my husband, my clients. Um, you know, I also run gymnastics club in Worcester. So to show up for my team of coaches, for the members, uh, despite facing all these challenging challenges, um, I wanted to maintain some routine so I can carry on doing what I do. I, I wasn't prepared to let this um, overrule me or overrun me or whatever the word is. I don't know, really. Um, with all the phone calls and the hospital appointments and the letters and tests, I was just really exhausted, mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted, it was a lot of crying, <laughs> a lot of crying um I couldn't do what usually helps me to deal with this situation, and I couldn't exercise and this is where I really had to sit down and I remember my husband Paul helped me here um he when he was recovering from his surgery, of course he was pretty much the same he he was he was doing Lego. <laughs> you have got to focus on what you can. And while I couldn't walk, I couldn't exercise. I knew I have to do something. I didn't want to end up down on a TikTok in a scroll hole. I didn't want to do that because mentally I was challenged and the screen is challenging our minds even more. I knew I don't want to do that. So I I said, I'm going to do something. Paul suggested colouring. And it turns out it's a really, really great way of filling your time. Um, Every day without a fail, I colored every single day, just like I moved before I colored. So I was in the vet. I still do it now, not as much, because I I kind of went back to my walk-in and back to my workouts um, because it made me calm. It makes me present. Don't get me wrong. I'm no artist. (laughs) but who cares, right? I really like it. It was very mindful and it was great. Um, As soon as I could uh, between the surgeries, I tried to come back to my morning routine somehow. Um, Obviously, I couldn't walk. Normally, I walk in the morning first thing, but I would at least get up and have a glass of water and go and get some fresh air. Um, as in when I could start doing very gentle exercises between the surgeries I did, but I just, just did like yoga stretches and things like that. Um, the, the outdoors, uh, daylight, fresh, fresh air has been like really great for me. Um, I functioned really well outdoors. So, um, I still kind of went downstairs out of the bed and I sat in the garden, um, in the fresh air. Um, I've had uh, I've had uh, several binge eating episodes. I did. I'm gonna admit it, and it's fine. A- apart from that, I try to keep my nutrition in check. Uh, it was really important to keep my body weight at the, in a the healthy range, not to gain uh, bod- too much body fats. And while I probably not probably I know I did, I lost muscle. Um, didn't realize how much actually, uh, but I lost muscle. Um, I think my body fat stayed the same. Um, uh, I kind of I think I, would, I lost muscle because I obviously didn't challenge it enough it wasn't challenged at all and um, so um, and if you stop stimulating your muscle you lose it that's why the consistency with the workouts is so important Um there were some mindless snacking <laughs> occasions as well and I'm fine with that you know I'm fine with it I'm a human and I know these things will happen and it's it's okay um at that time I needed short term comfort and I just went for it. It wasn't a full on binge, but it was just some mindless snacking. Um but deep down I knew I needed good energy to help my body to get through this. You know, food food is the energy. What we put in our food like has direct impacts on our mood um that leads into our actions. And after I had my binge eating episodes I kind of managed to left it in the past I didn't feel guilty again in the past I would really feel guilty about it and but I managed to say you know what it's okay I'm a human and I'm actually going through quite a big storm right now um so it's okay to feel this way uh, it was short-term comfort um uh, and um I, I I left it in the past Um, uh, that's what I needed then um I made sure however I deal with my emotions differently every day to make sure I don't have this urge too often because if we are stressed or overwhelmed um the sugar cravings you know if you're lacking sleep as well the sugar sugar cravings are are just dreadful um so I really try to make sure I am managing my emotions somehow to 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 deal with this uh, with this urge of reaching for you know chocolate and mindless eating once the anesthetic worn off from my last surgery, I would I tried to go back to my sleep routine. And somehow the sleep got better at this point. Um you know, throughout the start of my diagnosis, I, I would be waking up quite a lot at night, didn't sleep a lot, which then has, you know, lack of sleep, as we know, has a direct impact again on our actions, on our mood, on our cravings, and then ultimately on our choices. So uh, it was really important for me to get back to the sleep routine as, as, as quick as I could. That was hard, but again, just with being disciplined, doing that, it, it got better. Um, uh, so, um, so, so yeah, the, the sleep is really important. The seven, eight hours per night, if you can get that, it really makes a change to how you function during the day. um, you know, I'm a perimenopausal woman, I would say, so my, my emotions are up and down anyway. Um, but my feelings, it was just at times it was really impossible to manage. Um, I, and to be honest, until not until I had my last results um, when kind of I offloaded, um, I didn't realize how much really I was carrying on my shoulders. Um, I started doing little things around managing my stress. I can't, mindfulness called these days um, during the lockdown because lockdown has been hard, and um, I really got into mindfully doing things, uh, doing things like yoga, breath work, um, gratitude uh, to help me um, um, ha- help me manage my stress, and th- this was huge. And this again, I swapped this. I had to swap this more for my. You know, I couldn't walk, couldn't do my workouts, so I um did more of this to help me stay really present and really just live in the moment, try not, not let the negative, negative thoughts eat me away because that was uh, a really big rabbit hole. And once I let the thoughts in my mind, it was really difficult to get them out. I allowed that to happen though. I allowed myself to feel the pain, to feel the discomfort, to, to feel the anger. It, it was hard. It was really, really hard. Um, this is where like we deal with our emotions, um, and the feelings. Uh, but it was necessary for me to go through that stage because again, in the past, I would just bottle my feelings and I would kind of go on autopilot. But then the autopilot usually fires back at you, and it comma it comes out um, somehow um, in a way that I didn't like anymore, and I don't I didn't want that now. So I really had to address these emotions. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, so playing planning every day to every minute, pretty much. Um, well, not not literally, but um, it to to. To allow me to live the the best, the days best I could. Um, Like I said, not until the last um, surgery and the last appointment while I was waiting for all my results. Um, You know, it was very uncertain. Um, Then at the end of July, I had my results um, and the cancer was gone. Um, So it was, it was uh, again a moment in the doctor's office. I was really happy for a short period of time and then I cried for I'd say almost 48 hours straight. I couldn't stop, I couldn't and I, only that's when I realized how much really I carried, uh, how how much I was holding on to. I had the I had the best support, you know, network and help from people to help me every 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 day, but uh it was it was still hard. We had holiday planned, summer holiday was coming up, Aliza was off, and um I really struggled to really struggled to switch off this time around. It's been a while since I struggled to switch off on my holiday, but mine mine has been so busy for the nine nine ugh, sorry for the last nine months that again it's something I can say it's okay, it's okay. I just need slowly to um, slowly to let the mind unwind. Um, uh, I've, I've, you know, like during the past five years, the change of mindset from all or nothing to all or something, uh, the, the resilience I've built, the ability to carry on with, uh, habits or some of the habits through this hard time are really the biggest gains for me. And nobody will ever take that away from me, you know, and I will, you know, be happy for that because I find that the all or nothing mindset leaves you in a, such a short-term cycle that you know you just say, oh, F this, I'm going to start Monday. Oh, F this, I'm going to start after holiday. Oh, F this, I'm going to do it after uh, uh, this party. Um, but that that's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And if you want to stop that all or nothing mindset and turn it into all or something, it has literally carried me through the last nine months. Uh, Because it's something that I've been practicing and preaching for five years. And like I said before, if you practice something consistently, it becomes who you are, it becomes your routine. Um so it, it it was challenging to start with. I did a few videos on Instagram, I remember about motivation. Uh you know, coming back to my routine. I was out of my routine, the proper, proper workout routine for so long that I really just couldn't be bothered. I really wasn't motivated. And this is where I realized how disconnected I was from the bigger picture again. So I had to work hard to connect. I went again to my forest happy place, took the dogs and really connected as to what my goal is and what what values am I working towards? What is it I want to gain from this Um, to help me kickstart in September again? Um, And it was really, really hard. So the longer you leave it in between the occasions where you can't, do stuff so you drop everything the longer than you leave it in between the cycles the harder it becomes to get back to the routine so this is where the all or something will always be better than all or nothing because at least you know you've done something so you're not starting from scratch whereas with all or minds all or nothing you're always starting from scratch and it's almost three weeks now so why is it um um late september so three weeks in And um, I feel great. So it's three weeks. I've been consistent with my workouts. Um, I'm still taking it easy, doing shorter sessions. Uh, But I am really showing up for myself, um, really trying what my body can do. Um, uh, You know, (laughs) how much strength have I lost? Uh, Not much, but, you know, I do want to, I do like to check my numbers on the barbell. Um, So I hear it's really important to, to get a clarity on why you really want to kickstart after a challenging time or if you want to start and move away from the all or nothing mindset why do you want to start so it's not you know not just for the holiday not just to fit into smaller jeans those are short-term goals those short-term goals don't bring you long-term results Things like questions such as, how would your life change? Um, How would you feel? You know, am I going to get to where I want to be with my current routine? Or do I need to change something? And if I need to change something, what do I need to change? So if you want to move away from the all or nothing mindset, if looking at your current routine, looking at your current actions, what actions do you need to change? How do you think you would feel if you achieved your goal and how would your life change? Because if we uh, feel better ourselves, things around us feel differently and feel better. Um, yeah, some emotional roller coaster on this podcast as well, but I did expect it. Um, I recorded this podcast to tell you that uh, life isn't always easy. Life will throw challenges at us and things will be hard at times. Uh, that's life. But that doesn't mean you should give up on something you committed to before. Um, you need to be able to adapt to these circumstances, adapt and then adapt your routine and carry on. Because Nobody else will do that for you, and this is this is the hard part. Nobody else will do that for you. You need to be able to do that. You need to say, I want to achieve this, and for this time being, I can't do this, then, then the other. So I need to adapt it rather than quitting, letting time pass again without taking any actions, and then starting from scratch again really want to say thank you for listening. I'm really grateful. And I really appreciate it as always. Um, I will leave my details in the podcast section. So please get in touch if you want to chat. Um, if you want to, you know, send me a message. Um, If you would like to move away from all or nothing mindsets, I'm happy to help you to do that. I've been there. I walked the walk. And let me tell you, all or something is always better than all or nothing. So sending you lots of love and have a great day.